Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And welcome back to Sea Red UK, a UK-based Chicago Bulls podcast. I'm Matt, and as usual, I'm joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm very good, Matt. How are you on this evening? Yeah, better now. I've finished work. It's two hours stuck in traffic, thanks to our lovely road systems over here. <laughs> Maybe a little bit late, but luckily my recording studio is also my um, office, bedroom, and whatever else you want to call it. It's handy so, to be mobile. Doesn't have it? that much of an effect. <laughs> well, that's what, yeah, the mobile recording studio, isn't it, really? <laughs> that I can sleep in, eat in, and, yeah, everything else that goes into a week at work, I guess. <laughs> uh, as usual, we'll start with any uh, latest news. Again, it's not really news, it's more interest points. Maybe change the name of it. Um, we last recorded on Tuesday, and after that, there was a picture come out of, well, Zach's upped his game even more. He's gone from using a stick to Jason Tatum and now KD. So if you know, you know about the <laughs> stick. <laughs> yeah, again, like we said the other day, I like to see it, you know, like, I like to see him working out with these superstars as it is it's certainly going to be a good thing for him in it so absolutely um and then yesterday we lost our last bull in the Eurobasket as Slovenia went down 90-87 to Poland in what looked well seemed like a bit of a crazy game I know we were both following it on the um like the live thread sort of thing I think Slovenia were down 19 at half time and nearly come back to to take it. Um, Dragic finished the game 17 points, four assists, and five rebounds. So didn't quite get his 19, but. Would have made the difference nearly. Would have only left them one point short. Yeah, I think from looking at what I've seen since, Luca wasn't 100% fit. No, he was injured. I think he had, uh, was it an ankle injury? Yeah, so even still, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you any of the Poland team, but <laughs> um, 
So yeah, there was obviously a little video that I did share on the socials where he did his little inbound off the back of the the defence again, and then slams it down. Uh, yeah. See if we can see that next season off him. Yeah, mind so. yeah. So yeah, that means there's no bulls left. Um, I think we're down to four teams now: Spain, Poland, Germany, and France. So personally, I'm rooting for Germany, as uh, probably don't know, but I was born there. Um, and obviously they've got Bulls legend Daniel Tice amongst the ranks so that's my team for the that's who I'm rooting for I don't know about you yeah I, I mean to be honest with you I'm, I'm not really rooting for anyone uh, <laughs> in particular but I guess um, just seeing as we have uh, a few listeners in France and uh, we're hopefully going to be making our way to France in January I'd like to see France do well because it will just up the spirits even more over there for basketball yeah, well, one thing we didn't mention on the last recording was we had our Fantasy League draft last Friday. <laughs> uh, we went live, well, five of us did, went live with it. Um, good laugh at the time. And I ended up with Rudy Gobert on my team, so I've also got a little bit of a soft spot for France in that sense. Yeah, there you go. And, yeah, that was so that's it. Eurobasket is done with for Bulls or Bulls players then yesterday on the Bulls socials they started to put out a few sort of videos and little snips of players at the Advocate I'm assuming that's where it was and on their Instagram story they had like a three piece video thing with Derek Jones Jr and my guy Javante Um, and obviously I put the question out there before who wins in a dunk contest and majority seem to be coming back with Derek Jones Jr., which is disappointing for me. <laughs> uh, where do you stand on that one? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a tough one. Um, obviously, it's a hypothetical. Um, Derek Jones Jr. is obviously well able to throw it down. He has the hardware to back it up, um, <clears throat> being a slam dunk champion. Um, but, I mean... Javante is just so exciting through the air, isn't he? And and for, to be that little bit smaller, I always find small guys dunking in that way. It's even more electrifying to watch. So I I, I don't know. It could go either way, but um, it's it's hard not to back up someone who's already won it before. I guess. I mean, they must have a little competition going in training. They must do. Yeah, they're all they're all competitive, and yeah. that's what they're. You know, you can even throw Zach into it, can't you? Obviously, he's the daddy of it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they probably look at him and go, right, I'm going to do that. And then Javante looks at DJJ, right, if you can do it, I'm going to do this. They've got, that's that's how I'd do it anyway. But <laughs> well, the, the fact that want... there was that footage of um, Javante emulating the, the, the kind of palming against the wrist Jordan dunk. Uh, yeah, the sort of classic. What do they say? Rocking the baby to sleep or something. That's didn't it. The rocking the baby, um, and he did it very, very well. I mean, done a very good job of emulating all the movement of Jordan in, in it. I'd say he definitely likes to kind of have a look at what everybody else is doing and kind of going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me have a go at that. <laughs> yeah. As long as nobody picks up any injuries, it's it's all good fun. Exactly that. And then the last thing what Bulls have actually put out is a picture of. Andre Drummond in his Bulls sort of workout t-shirt 
Um, so obviously he's in. I did see a, a story on his Instagram yesterday that he was driving through Chicago. So it's obviously all coming together at the minute. Yeah. Back in Chicago, um, ready for training camp. I'm assuming it's going to mean a bit more content to share around and a few videos and photos and yeah, it's just getting exciting now because we're getting a lot closer, aren't we? So. Absolutely, and and it's also the start of them really beginning to build a bit of rapport together, um, particularly the players that are you know just joining or haven't spelt, spent as much time together, and it's uh, it's good to see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's it for latest interest points. I've ch- I'll change the name. Um, <laughs> well, before and... before you hang up on that one, now um, I do have a little bit of a flex to throw out there. Um, you know, obviously, we get a breakdown of of our listeners and our catchment areas and everything like that for the podcast. And um, at the moment, the number one basketball podcast in Ireland is Sea Ridge UK. Well, there we go. You do so well. I'm, I'm doing my part <laughs> over here. I'm doing my part over here, Matt. You know, I don't know yeah. what more I can do. <laughs> exactly, and uh, you know. First Island, and then it'll be the UK, and then everywhere else. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, so, yeah, that obviously a bit of a flex there for 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 both of us, and um, mm. with that we'll move on to our well main discussion point for tonight. And it's obviously we've finished our player sort of predictions, hopes for next season, but we're going to kind of do a bit of a look at the possible rotations, the depth that we've not got um, <laughs> and just where we see the players actually fitting in with everything. Um, it was going to title it Bench Mob but it's kind of a look at the full full roster really. So look at last year and we were only the only team worse than us for bench scoring was Raptors they averaged 25.7 points and we were 26.7 and then obviously everyone else in the league was above us you know it's difficult to look at our bench last year because most of our bench ended up becoming starters (laughs) and then the ones that didn't also seemed to get injured like DJJ and obviously Kobe was out for the start of it all and so when you look at last year, it's hard to tell, and obviously you can then see why. Obviously, they decided to use the c word and bring a bit of continuity back because we didn't get to see this roster last year, really, did we? Well, no. I mean, it was piecemeal, really. Yeah, and um, I mean, if you look at. What's predicted to be our starting lineup? Obviously, you've got Zoe, Zach, Demar, P. Will, and man in the middle, Vooch. Um, obviously, we've got that big question mark hanging over Zoe already, which then obviously has an effect on the rotations and who's fitting in where and stuff like that. So, the first question I'll ask you is if Zoe's not ready, which he's not likely to be. Who do you think slots into that point position? Um, I think it will probably be AC. 
but I'm hoping if it's not AC that it's not Kobe. <laughs> um, not not that I'm totally It's not I'm totally against Kobe. I mean, I still hope he'll be what I wanted him to be previously. But I just, like I said in the last pod, I think I'm kind of out on him now. He has to prove himself to me at this point. But it's just, it's more going back on the, you know, the Kobe point guard experiment that we did before. Um, and he's just not a point guard. He's a shooting guard and um, a bench shooting guard at best, I think. But it, it seemed to knock his confidence as well when he tried doing the whole point guard thing and didn't work out for him. I think AC could carry it well. Um and then kind of balancing it in between AC and Drugic and IO. But um, secretly, in the back of my head, if I could make the choice, I would choose IO and give him a run at it. Yeah, and that's my, my okay. IO's my choice as well. Mainly because I want AC to. I mean, he was getting pretty much starter minutes anyway last year, wasn't he? Yeah. When he was fit. But I think we kind of need him to sort of control the second unit as such. And he offers that defence for the second unit as well. Um, you know, obviously, Ayo is not anywhere near the same standard as Zoe's, but he was locking up Trey Young, Darius Garland and all that. So he can do it. And obviously, he's looking to improve this year as well on what he did last year. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be bothered at all if Ayo does get the start because, obviously, well, he got a lot of starts last year, didn't he? So, he did. obviously, adding to that, Goran Dragic, who's obviously you can see why we've brought him in now with everything mm-hmm. that's going on with Lonzo. I personally wouldn't start him just purely on the fact that he's new to the team yeah um, and I, I just think he's going to be better coming off the bench just as that high IQ sort of veteran leader sort of head yeah um, you know just let Ayo go out there and do his thing have AC coming off the bench and just shoring things up a little bit I mean, you don't want Goran and Kobe alongside each other, do you? No. <laughs> There's just no defence there. Um, but then when you look down the list as well, obviously, as, we've, as we all know, we're very heavy in the guards. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, like we just said, Ayo, AC, Goran, Kobe. Then you've got Dale and Terry that's listed as a guard. Javonte Green is officially listed as a guard, isn't he? Yeah. One of them. <laughs> One of his five positions <laughs> that he plays. Um, so if we look at Dale and Terry, you know, as we discussed before, we don't know where he's going to get his minutes, how he gets his minutes, just purely off his energy. And he's going to be a bit of a, of a well, a very high energy hype guy isn't he on the bench you know he's, he's there to put like a bit of a fire under P, players like P. Will I think isn't he just you know if he if he drops a th- if P. Will drops a big three you know that Dale and Terry's going to be there punching him in the chest 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And hopefully that rubs off on him and he can turn his play into getting a few minutes as well. And, you know, yeah. he's just got to go out as a tenacious, like on D, and he's not scared to. Well, he's full of confidence, isn't he? So he's, he's not oh. scared to do anything out there. He's, but as we discussed the other day, do we push him to the three as a bit of a backup for Demar, maybe? Yeah, and and you know if you if you do that, then you've got Javante, uh, even AC that can play the three behind Demar, and that kind of just it just bolsters the wing a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean we saw a few times last year, like well, the classic is a three guard lineup, didn't they? When they slotted AC yeah. in. It's kind of like a bit positionless basketball now, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, they're listed as a guard, but if they've got the sort of frame of a three or something like that, then, you know, Demar's listed as, or was listed as a guard for the All-Star, wasn't he? But, yeah, he played the three. All so you think that Zach could possibly do that as well, really? Mm-hmm. Similar sort of, you know, the... They tended to... Zach was the first one off last year, wasn't he? Out of Damar and Zach. Yeah, you know, normally. Like, so... I need to turn my light back on. Um, you know, there's no reason why you couldn't bring AC in to do a bit of the three or push Zach up and bring... I don't know if you'd want Kobe alongside Zach because that's probably a recipe for disaster as well, but... But yeah, I mean, if we look at the move on to the forwards, because there's not a lot to talk about there, is there really? No, like I say, I mean, we're trying to stretch guards into the forward position in order to create a bit of depth there, because there just isn't, there isn't enough, particularly at the four. You know, the three, okay, we can stretch that a bit, but the four is very, is very limited. You know, okay, Javante played into the four when P. Will went down last season, but and he did a very good job fair play to him he stepped up into a role that none of us really thought he would be able to to do so well but I mean realistically speaking we've got Patrick Williams Derek Jones Jr and that's pretty much it at the four really so that leads me on to Marco obviously a lot going round about could we play him at the four and Personally, nobody knows what Marco is yet, do they? So I don't even think Marco really knows what he is yet. No, it's true. Um, I, I don't know. Does he have the movement for a four, though? No, I think that's what it is. He's, I don't think he's, I don't think his game suits it either. No. You know, so I've heard it's somebody. I can't remember who it was. Somebody said it. You know, his footwork just isn't there to be a four on both ends of the court. Yeah. He'll just, you know, they'll run rings around him and he's, yeah, he's not, if you're trying to develop him as a, as a five, then to me, you can't then say right now, you're going to slot in at the four now. Yeah. It, it could mess him up completely. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, well, obviously we've missed Drummond off, but we know that he's just going to be backing up to Vooch anyway. Yeah. He's playing the five. Yeah, and we're both quite happy with, well, what he's going to bring, as we've discussed earlier yeah, in an earlier episode. So, obviously, aside from 
I mean, we don't really have a what you'd consider a backup three. Nobody listed anyway, is there really? Mm. You possibly slide Javante into it. Yeah. As we just said, possibly Dale and Terry. And then that after you know, you got P Will at the four with DJJ backing him up. It leaves us Marco and Tony Bradley. Which <laughs> you know, obviously we've as we when we had Troy on we discussed Tony Bradley and we've all kind of sort of said when we get to that six game mark, is that the time where he's gonna get waived? I think it's a distinct possibility. Unless you, unless he comes out flying it from game one. Yeah, I mean, I can't see that. <laughs> can't see him getting any minutes in game one, to be fair. But um, <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah, so then it kind of if you're getting rid of him, you're obviously doing it to pick somebody up. Mm. And obviously the name going round is Carmelo Anthony, isn't it? It's Obviously, people have got to always go back to that. Oh, well, he had his chance to sign with us years ago, but he never did. So, why do we want him now? But if he just comes in and throws a few threes up, and he did a few, he did it quite well for Lakers, didn't he? Not maybe not to the standard he has done in the past, but no. But there's there's no two ways around it. I mean, Melo can shoot. The only problem is, is he going to shoot too much? Yeah, and. I think he's at that stage of his career anyway. He's got to realise he's on his way out, mm. and that he's not that guy anymore. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, off the top of my head, I don't know what other free agents are still out there, but obviously he's the one that we're constantly getting linked with. And yeah, yeah, I, I haven't looked at the the remaining players on the free agency list, right? Like, no, I, mean, I, I know, like. There's Dennis Schroeder still on it, but we don't need him. No. Um, who else? We are? Blake Griffin? No. <laughs> Obviously, no. Trez got picked up last week, didn't he? Yep. Which, which, again, he wouldn't really fit, I don't think. Apart from that, I can't really remember who was on the list, to be fair, but I wouldn't mind Melo coming in, to be fair, just as a sort of spot some minutes bit of a back up to Damar maybe give Damar a rest and well I mean if he can come in and, and hit a few mid range and long distance shots for us while Damar's taking a rest I mean I'm not going to complain at that yeah exactly and then the one obviously we haven't really mentioned Malcolm Hill and Justin Lewis obviously signed on the two ways Looking at it, I can see that they maybe had a few ideas for Justin Lewis to get some minutes this year, backing up people maybe. Similar sort of frame, isn't he? And, you know, yeah. obviously pure project signing, really. But if he just come in and just got in the way, really, he's a big body, isn't he? And just let people sit for a couple of minutes and... You just, you just don't know what they were planning with him and unfortunately we're not going to find out either are we so no, not this season anyway no and then obviously you got Malcolm Hill played 16 games for us last year you know he's not he's not going to win us games but he can come in and throw a few threes can't he so yeah well uh, look, bringing, bringing him back adds to the continuity I guess 
Yeah, that word again. And <laughs> and he's quite a good quite good on D as well, isn't he? So Yeah, and and he can throw up a three. Yeah, as um Matt Peck found out to his <laughs> thing last year, didn't he? We was against Suns where we were well and truly beaten and Malcolm Hill didn't realise that. <laughs> Just ruined his bet, didn't he? So Yep. Um yeah, so it's not. I think the, the main points from that is we've not got a lot of depth, and as we keep saying, everything just hinders on Zor's health, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It seems to be the big uh, linchpin, and um, well, really, the health of others as well. You know, if Zach goes down again, or P Will goes down again, or even Vooch. You know, if it, I mean Vooch doesn't tend to pick up injuries, does he? But no, but I guess as he's getting older, it's more of a risk for any player. As, as they get older playing in the league, they're going to have the potential to pick up injury. Yeah, I mean, I think just the way Vooch plays kind of eliminates a lot of the risk. <laughs> you know, he's not athletic in any sort of way or, no. you know, he's not one that sprints up and down the court or anything like that. So he's, obviously, we'd like to say we've got Drummond there to come in, but you don't want Drummond starting that many games, really. I don't think. No, I don't think so. He's, it's he's purely on the start. No, and purely on the fact that you left with Marco and Tony Bradley behind that. It's so yeah. I guess we'll find out in I don't know how many days we are now. Is it um, about eighteen days? Is it till the first preseason game? Bring it on. We might get a bit of a look at the some of the rotations with that. I mean, obviously they have got uh, Carlick Jones and um, John Freeman Liberty as well on training camp sort of deals, aren't they? But that's not really going to affect the main roster. So no, there's there's limited, if any, space left on the roster, isn't there? Well, yeah, and they're both guards as well, which we don't need. <laughs> which is also um, very true. Well, although just yeah. uh, Carlick, yeah, no, they're both listed as guards. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, Colic Jones is only six foot, so I mean he's not going to be playing beyond a guard either. No, he's a bit like another Devon Dotson, isn't he? He's just mm. so yeah. I think that you know, obviously we're not experts in any way, shape, or form, but that's just us looking at it from well, what we've got really, and it? it's just wait and see, I guess. Yeah, well, the good news is we don't have to wait for too much longer. Exactly. The Call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump, the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast. Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play. Or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump. Your voice has a place. We're going to go back to our play, bench and wave game that we had the other day. It seemed to go down quite well with some of the some of the listeners on the, uh, on the socials and stuff. So, once again, as it's your game, I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay, no problem. So, um, same as last time, 
we're going to name three players and then you decide whether or not you want to play them, bench them or waive them, one for each category. Nice and simple. Do join in at home. Uh, I enjoyed reading some of the comments uh, after the last episode. Okay, so I'm going to throw this one out to you first of all then, Matt. Yep. Dennis Rodman, Horace yep. Grant and Alex Caruso. Play bench wave. Wow. <coughs> um, obviously, we spoke about Horace on the last one, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to play Rodman just because it's Rodman. As we've said when we, we did Rodman last week, didn't we, is his player profile. Yeah. He's my second favourite bull of all time, so I can't bench him or wave him. So play Rodman. Um, I'm going to have to say bench Horace and wave AC. Okay. Again, just purely on the fact that we've only had a year of AC. Yeah. And it was a, a short year as well due to yeah. health. So, Absolutely. Uh, you know, as we said the other day, we just, I, I do love him and what he brings and we hope he's here for his four-year deal. But yeah, for the purpose of this game, we play Rodman, bench Horace and with AC. Yeah, you'll get an argument there from me. I, I feel exactly the same way for exactly the same reasons. Um, play Rodman, bench Horace and wave Caruso. Right, so I'll throw my first one out to you and it involves Rodman as well. So okay. play bench or wave, Dennis Rodman, Jimmy Butler or Nikola Vucevic. Ah, okay, Rodman, Butler and Vooch. Okay. Obviously this, three completely different players. Yeah, and to be honest with you, at a quick look, quick glance, it's quite cut and dry. I mean, play Rodman again for the same argument as the last one. Uh, and then between Butler and Vooch, obviously the initial um, answer there is to bench Butler and wave Vooch, but when you're taking into account that it's actually how they played for the Bulls and not how they played elsewhere. Um, it's hard to kind of get rid of Vooch over Butler um, when Butler hadn't hit his stride completely when he was with us. Okay, he was he was very good and you could see he was on the rise, but it you got to use your, your head and, and think, you know, he wasn't there yet and would he have got there with us? I still don't know whether that would have happened and Vooch is steady um frustrating yeah I know steady yeah <laughs> he's frustrating but he gives you steady numbers you know you're going to get a double double nearly every game out of him um but I am going to I'm going to go with my heart a little bit here and I'm going to go for bench butler and wave Vooch but it was close yeah and like you say you've got to play Rodman just because it's Rodman yeah and then that's where I was stuck with them two. And I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to bench Vooch and wave Butler. Just, I'm not a big Jimmy guy. Mm-hmm. And I know that offends a lot of Bulls fans. Um, like you say, we didn't see him at his best. And I just don't like him as a person. That's that's <laughs> where it comes. He's, you know, what, he's portray- how he's portrayed as a person. Obviously, I don't know him. So I can't yeah. really say that. But yeah, he's no just offense, not my... Jimmy. 
yeah, he was just not my sort of my guy, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, neither's Vooch, really, but then, you know, as with everybody, I'm going to give Vooch benefit of the doubt and I'll be throwing my full support behind him this year, so. Sounds good. Yeah, so back to you. All right. Um, I'll just do one more tonight and then leave it at that, I think. So we'll go with Javante Green. Oh, well. Dennis Rodman <laughs> and Joakim Noah. <laughs> and you know I've done that on purpose, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go purely heart on this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to... I've already played Rodman twice now, so it's played Javante, bench Rodman, wave Noah. Okay. Just purely on the fact that Javante <laughs> is my guy. Rodman, uh, we've, as we've just said, yes, yeah. I can't wave him. And unfortunately, Noah just... Yeah. Is, I do like him and I, I loved what he brought for us, but he's just not in my list if that makes sense right okay I can't, uh, I can't wave Javonte <laughs> I tried I, I did try to put you in a position where you had to but, uh, <laughs> obviously not it didn't work <laughs> okay so um, I'd be doing it slightly differently I would uh, play Rodman bench Noah and wave Javonte yeah I think Going with your head, that's where it goes. But yeah. like I said, I went purely on heart. <laughs> and there's nobody that gives any more heart, hustle and muscle at the minute than Javante is there, so... No. Even though all three did. So, yeah, I'll go do my last last one then. Um, I've got two to choose from. And I know you had a similar three when we were discussing them. So I'll, I'll throw that one out for you because we've both come up with it. Play bench with D Rose, Zach, or MJ. Yeah, um, in a slightly different order to how I had them down, but yeah, I had the same three. Um, yeah, okay. It, it, I mean, obviously, play MJ. That's the easiest part of it. Um, Derek Rose in his prime for us was MVP caliber. Zach Levine is up and coming. Who knows how far he'll go, how how high his ceiling will get. But as we're going on prime for the Bulls, I have to bench Rose and wave Levine. Mm, See, yeah, obviously you've got to play MJ. That's why we we tried not to put him in any of them because it it leaves, it makes the last two very difficult to choose, doesn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, so it's play MJ and I'm going to do it different. As much as I love D Rose, I love Zach as well, just as much, or near enough to as much. And obviously we're going on how they were or how they are as bulls. And I just don't think we saw the best of D Rose before obviously he went down. So No, but the best that we did see was MVP level. Yeah, and you can't you can't argue with that. And I just think we've seen more a bit of the long the longevity I guess with Zach and obviously we've got another five years so he's 
yeah. <laughs> Obviously, this don't mean anything. So no. <laughs> it, um, maybe, maybe I wanted to be a little bit controversial with that one, as if slating Jimmy's not going to get me enough hit. I'll, <laughs> I'll wave D Rose as well, <laughs> just to really <laughs> stick it. <in. laughs> yeah, there you go. But it, it like it does it does make you really think. It's a lot of the time the the first one is easy to pick, and it's the second two that make it a challenge. Yeah, Do you know. But um, anyone at home, again, uh, tune in. Let us know what you think uh, on the socials. Give us your opinion. What we got right, what we got wrong, and what you'd do. Yeah, I mean, I know where the hit's going to be directed, so <laughs> bring it. In fairness, I kind of backed you into a corner as much as I could on purpose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you want to bring any hate, it's at Matt C Red UK. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we'll probably bring them back at some point because it's just a nice little gap filler. Yeah, and um, we'll finish off as we normally do with your player profile. Yes, uh, so I'm going to go with. A recent enough player who's no longer with us, um, Mr. Thaddeus Young. Number 21, age 34, six foot eight power forward from Georgia Tech. Uh, was there from 2006 to 2007 before he was drafted in uh, round one as the 12th pick for the 76ers. Um, when he played for us, his average was 11.2 points per game. 5.6 rebounds per game, 1.3 steals per game, and 3.1 assists per game. Um, he's been 15 years in the NBA going into his 16th uh, coming up. Played seven of those in Philly uh, from 2007 to 14. Then he was traded as part of a three-team deal with Cleveland, uh, Minnesota, and Philly. So he went to Minnesota, um, or to Minnesota, they got Wiggins, uh, Anthony Bennett, and Thad. Cleveland got Kevin Love, and Philly got Mabar Mute and Alexi Shved. So I think I could tell you who did the worst out of that deal. <laughs> yeah, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> um, February 2015, he was traded to Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Nets for KG. And that summer, he opted out and then re signed with Brooklyn. And 2016 to 2019, uh, it was with Indiana before signing to us as a free agent in 2019. Was with us until 21 when he was traded to San Antonio as part of the very important deal that got us DDR. So he was let go in order to get us DeMar. Um, a lot of people were sad to see him go, particularly when um, everybody was on the worst signing of the offseason season about DeMar, which obviously proved to be completely wrong. Uh, and then from 2022, um, and still there, he's with Toronto, traded as part of a deal for Goran Dragic, which is quite ironic, seeing as he's now ended up coming to us. Um, a lot of people were kind of on the bandwagon about trying to get Tajik back, and I think that it would have been nice, but it was never really viable um, and as much as he would fill a gap for us I still can't see him coming our, in our direction now unfortunately but uh, he was known courtesy of uh, Stacey King as Thadjik Johnson 
because in his second season with us, even though he didn't have a great first season, his second season with us, he was averaging 4.3 assists. And uh, Billy was actually running the offense through him in the center. Um, so what, what's your take on, on our Thajic Johnson? Yeah, it's uh, obviously kind of ironic that you've chose him for this one. Mm. Given what we've just been discussing, um, like you say, we, it would fill a, a massive need for us at the minute. Yeah. Um, obviously, he was a, a mentor to Zach, wasn't he, as well? Um, and he's also just put out a statement, hasn't he? Um, or a comment, however you want to word it, saying that he feels that he's shown that you don't have to be a 20-point plus scorer and whatever else it was um, as he's going into his 16th year in his fifth contract or something along that line. So, yeah, yeah, he was, you know, I liked him and I did want him to come back. I'd, obviously, we don't know what was said behind closed doors in when the trade went down. Obviously, they got us Demar because he, he did say that he was told he was coming back, didn't he, initially? So, mm. You don't know how that paints bulls in a what sort of light that paints bulls into him. I mean, yeah, I, I'd, I'd quite happily welcome him back. He's not really a, a player that gives many highlights, is he? He's just no. He, but like, if you do look at highlights, a lot of it is him playing the inside-outside ball, and he he did it so well in that second season. Um taking the ball, backing in, and then dropping it off back out to the shooter or to the rim runner. And it, it works really well. Um, it, for me, it harkened back to um, Joakim Noah's MVP year when he all the offense was running through him. And he played it in a very similar way. He'd back into the ring or he'd get in towards the rim and then he'd drop it back out to a shooter um, or a, run, a rim runner. And it worked really well. Yeah, and like we just said, he's going into his 16th year in the league and he obviously offers something to teams to be still going now, doesn't he? It's, you know, he, like he said, you don't have to be putting up 20 points and whatever else he said. Yeah. You know, obviously, it was a little bit of leadership that we lost when he left, but obviously DeMar seems to have filled that that role and I don't think looking back at last year nobody's going to be disappointed that we got DeMar over him no, I don't or think so. for him <laughs> so you know he is one of them players that you know you you just like to have around isn't he um, yeah. you know he's not a standout in any sort of way but you just know what you're going to get with him and yeah, he's, of, he's maybe what we do need <laughs> which, yeah bit of a glue guy yeah you know, but obviously, AK decided we're moving in a different direction, and obviously now we're on the continuity road. So, yeah, yeah, but, I'd like to say I don't think he'll come back anymore. Well, again, you know what I mean? It's, I think that's done, and we'll just appreciate what he did give while he was here. I guess. Yeah, absolutely, and and I I, I honestly think that he was part of the. Uh, Necessaries in order for us to get to Mar. Yeah, 
I think as well, to be fair to him, he's one of them, he's popular around the league as well. Mm. I think a lot of teams, are, I mean, he, he, we went to Spurs and he, he just wasn't getting played, was he? That's where it started with us bringing him back on it, the, the whole, why would we let him go there if they're not going to play him? And yeah. I think amongst players and fans, more so for the fans of the teams that he's played for, he's well, well liked, well respected and, I think most teams would probably want him back as well. Yeah, I think so. He seems to definitely have good character and good respect around the league. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that pretty much rounds this one up. Yeah, I think so. A uh, little bit of inside information. We're going to be doing a bit of overtime on Saturday. Uh, we've got a special guest coming on. So there will be a, a third episode dropping this week. Um. Obviously, one we're both looking forward to as well. Yes, very much so. And with that, we'll finish it off. And as usual, you can find us on all the socials at C-Red UK. And as I said before, if you want to give me any hate for my selections, <laughs> uh, it's uh, at Matt Red at Matt C-Red UK. Uh, yeah. And thanks once again for hanging out with us here at the Sea Rage UK podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review us. And until next time, wherever you are in the world, Sea Red, go Bulls. Percolator. It's time for the percolator. Percolator.